We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Matthew Paris Show. I'm your host, Matthew Paris. Before we get started, make sure you hit that little subscribe button right there, down there on the uh, on the subscribe channel. It's always a great time here on the Matthew Paris Show. We talk sports. We talk Houston sports. We talk all kinds of sports. Uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about the World Series. Uh, game three was last night for the 2023 World Series between the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Rangers now take the lead of two games to one over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, yeah, so the Rangers won yesterday three game three to one over the Diamondbacks in Game Three. However, uh, let's talk about the brutal strike call that likely cost the Diamondbacks the best chance at a World Series rally. Uh, the controversial strike called by home plate umpire Afonso Marquez during Diamondbacks catcher Gabriel Morono's at bat likely changed the course of the ninth inning. It what ended up being a 3-1 win for the Rangers in Game 3 of the World Series at Chase Field on Monday night. This is from the New York Post. Texas now leads the best of seven series, two games to one. Mariano was ahead in the count, 3-1, leaning off the bottom of the frame when Rangers pitcher Jose Lecrecic threw a pitch that looked way outside of the strike zone. However, Marquise did see it that way about called strike two to the surprise just about everyone. Um, it should have been a ball. Replay of the pitch clearly showed it missed the plate. Murano had started to walk to first base thinking it was the ball four and had to turn around. He ground out to third base on the next pitch instead of standing on first as, they're trying, as their tying run was no outs. Diamondbacks manager Tori Lavulu tried to be cautious when discussing the call after the game. I mean, I'm not happy about it, Lavulu said. I know that if they were off the plate... And there were missed calls. They got tightened up. I say that to everybody, but I will say this. The ups are doing their absolute best. Balls moving at high velocities is getting manipulated at home play, but there were some calls that didn't go our way today. What was the difference in the game? I don't know. I don't think so. If there were missed calls, if they took advantage of it and won the baseball game the way they needed to. Uh, you know, it's reported by the Grizzly Man on the uh, Twitter or should I call it X now, Diamondbacks had to play against both the Rangers and the Umps tonight. This was one of several awful calls by the home plate umpire, just awful. He called this a strike instead of a leadoff walk. Christian Walker and X met Tommy Pham. Both struck out swinging at the game's final two outs. So surprisingly, Diamondbacks fans were not happy following the game. It took the social media to voice their displeasure. Uh, on what plan is this a strike? One person wrote on X. Another wrote it in post. I've lost all respect. Sorry, this is absolutely rigged for the Rangers. Our rain in sure which I won't be silent. Just saw it live strike, live stream. Um, so yeah, I mean, clearly I think I looked at the play. Clearly I think it was a, it was a ball. He, it totally missed the plate. It should have not been a strike, but we'll see. Um, the next game. Um, the next game in the, uh, game four is tonight on MLB Network today at seven o'clock. Um, so we'll see Texas leads two games to one. Um, let's see here. World series 2023. Why you as a baseball fan shouldn't worry about the Rays for the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. This is from Yahoo sports and Jay Busby. Um, Raids might impact where you watch the games, but they won't affect whether you can watch. Besides, you did really need more Dodgers and Astros. This is what this guy said. The Rolling Stones released a new album last Friday entitled Hackney Diamonds. It's catchy, familiar, but there is any right to be. Um, yeah. 
It's not completely unrelated news. The World Series begins Friday night like the Rolling Stones baseball has been around for more than a century, a longtime favorite of older generations that is struggling to connect with younger ones. This year's version features Rangers versus Diamondbacks, the same matchup we see in the opening scene of every Spaghetti Western. And if you listen to the prevailing wisdom, it's going to be a Reigns disaster. I don't know when, as sports fans, are now uh, omnipresent fascination with Reigns begin. I don't remember people griping about the Reigns when, say, the worst of first Braves and Twins played in 1991 or the Buffalo Bills played in their fourth straight Super Bowl or the Chicago Bulls played in the six of eight NBA Finals. But now, as we're all TV execs, we're worried about ad dollars. Every postseason matchup gets filtered through a lens of ratings viability. Big teams and big stars, good, small market teams and unknown players, bad. Um, what's the fascination with ratings? Uh, is we're living in a particular argumentative era, and fans swing ratings as a cudgel to pound home whatever large point they're trying to make. This is true. Look at the ratings for Sport X after they turn political. But here's the truth. You don't have to care about ratings, not even a little bit, unless you're a league uh, advertiser or broadcast executive, in which case you probably should care about them a lot. All that matters is whether you as a fan enjoy what you're watching. What other people see or skip should have no impact on your own experience, and we recommend you banish it from your sporting through process entirely. Right? So was, uh, so there's going to be, he's saying there's going to be no danger of the World Series airing are no danger for the advertisements or World Series or rains for the World Series. Uh, rains can have significant impact on where you watch the games. If baseball still drew 44 million viewers per game the way it did back in the 70s, you would have to hunt all over cable and streaming services for it. That's true. Back in the 70s, we didn't have streaming service or anything like that. Now you can pretty much watch the game streaming on your phone. One of my coworkers does that. You wouldn't have to hunt all over the cable streaming service for it. For comparison's sake, the best NFL games of the week in 2023 generally draws around 28 million views. But for the foreseeable future, raids will have no impact on whether you can watch the game. There's no danger of the World Series going unaired. Uh, which is a good thing. Because this year's World Series is going to feature a whole bunch of unfamiliar players, unfamiliar stories. Uh, it won't be the Dodgers, it wasn't the Astros, and it wasn't the Braves. Um, so... Let's see here. Now, if you want a good topic of conversation about those two teams, try this. The Rangers and Diamondbacks have a combined 537 regular season winning percentage, according to OptiStats. That's the lowest winning percentage by the two final teams in the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB in more than 30 years. The 1991 Stanley Cup Finals between the Penguins and North Stars matched teams with a combined winning percentage of .488. Just 12 years ago in 2011, the fifth-seeded Rangers would have been in the playoffs. As recently as 2019, the sixth-seeded Diamondbacks would have been watching from their snake hole. Uh, are 12 playoffs teams too many? Does the quick strike MLB playoff format unfairly penalize regular season winners? These are much more interesting conversations on whether the World Series will draw decent ratings. Look, when it comes to a World Series or any postseason matchup, you can always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. That's a pretty good line. Someone should should have that as a song. Um, so, yeah, the ratings are still good for the World Series. I know a lot of people in Houston are not watching because the Houston Astros are not in the World Series this year, uh, but the ratings are still pretty good. I mean, it's the World Series. It's the biggest, uh, biggest stage in baseball, professional baseball, so why would people not tune in? Definitely everybody in da Dallas is tuning in to watch the World Series. Definitely everybody in Arizona is tuning in to watch the World Series. Um, let's see here. Let's move on to college football. 
college football. Um, we had on Saturday, October 28th, we had Colorado number 20 UCLA. UCLA beat, uh, beat Colorado 28-16. Uh, number three, Ohio State was 24 over Wisconsin 10. And number 19, Tennessee 33 over Kentucky 27. Um, yeah, pretty good, uh, pretty good weekend for uh, college football. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Here are the college football scores, the top 25 results for week 10. Uh, this is reported by uh, NCAA, their website. Week 10 of the college football season is up next. Here's the full schedule for AP top 25 teams this week. Uh, number one, Georgia versus number 14, Missouri. That's at 3.30 p.m. on CBS Sports. Number two, Michigan versus Purdue. That's 7.30 p.m. on NBC. Number three, Ohio State at Rutgers. That's uh, 12 p.m. on CBS. Uh, number seven, Texas. University of Texas Longhorns versus number 25, Kansas State Jayhawks. That's on Fox at 12 p.m. That's a noon game. Number eight, Alabama versus number 13, LSU. It's at 7.45 p.m. on CBS. Uh, number 10, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, 3.30 p.m. on ABC. Uh, UCLA has Arizona on FS1, Fox Sports 1 at 10.30 p.m. Uh, Air Force versus Army. Uh, that's on CBS. Uh, that's streaming 2 p.m. Uh, it's going to be great. That's going to be great. Another uh, one of the greatest games of uh, the country um, is Air Force and Army. Um Besides Army and Navy, which is probably the biggest game, Air Force and Army. Um, and Air Force. Air Force is doing quite well right now. So, yeah. Um, this past games, let's see here. Number On Saturday, September 2nd, it was number 11, Texas 37, Rice 10. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so uh, that's your college football coming up this week. Um, let's talk about something else real quick. Let's talk about the University of Houston football team, the University of Houston Cougars. Uh, the Cougars took on um, uh, the Cougars, who are now uh, in the Big 12, took on Kansas State, number 25 Kansas State, on Saturday, October 28th, and they lost 41-0. Um, they have Baylor on Saturday at 2.30 p.m., the Baylor Bears. Um, on You know, Houston also, U of H, you know, is having an okay kind of dismal season this year for, for football. They lost to number seven, Texas, 31-24, which was actually a closer game than what people thought. But let's talk about something that's kind of serious right now. So, um, of course, who remembers the old uh, Houston Oilers? So, the Houston Oilers were a professional football team before the Texans came here. They, um, hang on, something's going on here. Yeah, so the Houston Oilers was an old professional team. I grew up with them in the 80s, early 90s. You know, I grew up in the Warren Moon era. I grew up in the, um, in the uh, you know, I was a little bit before Dan Pastorita, but I grew up in the Warren Moon era. Um, and it was great. It was great going to the Houston Astrodome and seeing those games and having the, and seeing those games play and seeing Warren Moon throw and stuff like that. It was so much fun. Um, however, reporter from Yahoo Sports, um, said that the NFL sends a cease and desist letter to the University of Houston over orders aspired throwback uniforms. Uh, this past week, the Tennessee Titans, just who owns the rights to the Oilers logo and the Oilers colors, used their throwback uh, played in the old Oilers uniforms, and they end up winning that game with Will uh, Levis having a four-touchdown throwing uh, game, and he did real well in his debut. 
however, let's talk about the cease and desist. The NFL sent a cease, cease and desist letter to the University of Houston due to uniforms U of H football team wore earlier this season, according to the Houston Chronicle. The Cougars caught the ire of the NFL's merchandising and licensing division for wearing light blue uniforms in the season opener versus UTSA. On September 2nd, U of H said the uniforms were a tribute to the city's football history, which is the Houston Oilers. Uh, but the NFL saw the jerseys as blanted copying of the old Houston Oilers uniforms. As a result, the NFL wants Houston to discontinue all sales of merchandising and remove any promotional campaigns or social media posts that feature the popular light blue and uh, powder blue and, and white, or Columbia blue with red stripes color schemes and design, the Houston Chronicles reported. Um, in a letter sent to the university, the NFL said Houston wore the jerseys after it said it informed the school that no consent was given to U of H to use the uniform or any similar designs. The Oilers, of course, left Houston after the 1996 season and relocated to Nashville, Tennessee, and are now known as the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Titans wore Oilers throwback uniforms in their game against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. Um, will, you know, will the University of Houston fight this? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, we haven't heard any information besides the cease and desist letter. Houston is, did not reference the Oilers when it revealed the uniforms, which are a slightly different shade of blue. In the lead-up to the season opener, additionally, U of H has not sold merchandise as part of the uniform drop. Still, the NFL considered the uniforms to be an un unauthorized use of the Oilers' branding. Um, so, yeah, will U of H fight this? Um, I don't know. That remains to be seen. You know, um, I haven't heard anything on, on that front yet, but they did send a system to cease order. So... The uh, if you guys watch U of H's uh, earlier games, you know they did have an inspired Houston Oilers powder blue and white and the red stripes and the blue stripes and everything. Um, that is a homage to the city of Houston's rich football history uh, at the old Houston Astrodome, of course. Of course, now when they moved in 1996, Bud Abs and the and the Abs family took the logo and the and the colors with them as part of the rights. For years, the city of Houston has been said, you know, it should be ours because it said the Houston Oilers. I, spent they, I think they spent one season as the Tennessee Oilers, and that was it. Other than that, it was always the Houston Oilers, and I agree with them. I think the, the Avs family should give the logo back to the, to the Houston so the Texans can use them in their throwback games besides uh, the Tennessee Titans. Um, look, you know, the divisional championships in the 80s and stuff like that and the 1978 AFC title game, 1979 AFC title game when the Houston Oilers played against the Pittsburgh Steelers, lost both games. But, um, you know, that's our history. That that should be given back to us. So, um, you know, people have been yelling about that throughout the years. I know Bud Ab's daughter said it will never go back to Houston. But, you know, you never know. We'll see, you know. Um, you know, time goes on. We'll see what happens there, and we'll see. So uh, we'll see what U of H does with uh, the cease and desist order from the NFL. So, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, so, yeah, that's a quick show. That's all That's all for today. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It's always a great time here on the, on the Matthew Paris Show. And I will see you guys very, very soon. All right, take care. Bye.